64 of the Hob Nation USA podcast, and we're here with a very special guest this week. But first, my co-host Adam has also we, returned. Yeah, not so special. I'm always here. Right, you're a part he of this. Just, yeah, just sends me a message and says, "Hey, turn on your computer, and I'm here." Okay, yeah, computer on. Join the Zoom. <laughs> Grab a beer. Let's go. If you haven't picked up on the pattern yet, we're doing Zoom meeting one week, and then in studio quote studio meeting the next week studio being my kitchen table right uh but the zoom meeting allows us to have special guests and this week we have a very special guest because we finally nabbed one of the drinking partners and if you're watching the video he just left the frame so (laughs) (laughs) so he left before he was on (laughs) (laughs) but this week we have day bracy obviously of the drinking partners and upcoming fresher fest also known as freshest fest also known as the fresh fest digi fest so how's it going day uh it's uh it's going um i had to grab my hat like i'm on the porch and like the sun is coming right at that angle where like it's just right in your face the whole time you know like when you're driving home from work i mean and you hit that you hit that little angle and it's just your visor don't get it. It don't yep. matter what you do. It's like that perfect, like, fuck you angle. <laughs> <laughs> is that an act of God? If you, if I just, if I just barrel over into the, the next lane, like, is that, is that an act of God? <laughs> he wanted it to happen. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, why else would he well. put a flashlight right in your face like that? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I've got the hat on as well, so don't worry. You're in good company, but that's because my I still haven't gotten a haircut since January. So for me, I, I, it would be too much of a mess. It would be distracting, so I'll just rock the hat. And Steve, I'll assume you're wearing a hat. We can't tell because you've assimilated with your computer. Nope. <laughs> I, do what I, I do as I please. There's a reason all right. for all this. <laughs> you're like Zordon. Uh, it gets worse, Day. If you haven't been to the show, uh, because it absolutely gets worse. (laughs) (laughs) We need your help. Uh, Read us out of the good. Oh, that's going in the intro now. Yeah. This is, uh, this is how I assemble all the uh, beer people across the Pennsylvania. (laughs) I call upon you and I bring you to my weird museum slash whatever hideout. (laughs) Oh, big. Uh, I'm shit. Go, on a marathon. That's, that's <laughs> next. Right after this podcast, I'm going on a on a, a mighty Morgan Fire Ranger binge. So, Steve, what are, you, what are you drinking on this episode, at least for this segment? So, for this segment, I actually have uh, kind of run out of beer in the fridge. Really? Everything I have is either stuff we've had before or it's are uh, committed to a future episode. Okay. So I kind of am down to the dregs and I haven't been shopping yet, but tonight I'm drinking the Nimble Giant. I mean, is Nimble Giant really the dregs though? No, oh, it's, I, not that the, is, it's that definitely is not the a, dregs. That's a, <laughs> that is a first, first world problem. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, 
I don't have beer per se. Like you're broke, like hammers broke. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a different struggle. Yeah, beer from three and a half hours away. What what shall you ever do, Steve? I will say this is the best beer I'll have on here tonight. But yes, <laughs> like oh well, I mean I got some, but I've already talked about it, and I want to talk about the rest later. But listen, you know, I had this elf drop off some shit. You know, <laughs> nothing special. You know how they are. Right. Yeah, nimble giant for me tonight. Obviously, one of the best IPAs in PA. And, mm-hmm. oh, it's delicious. It's, yeah. uh, it's candy. Yeah, so great. Mm. Uh, Adam, what are you drinking? So I, uh, I, I was able to go a little bit more local. I got something from Grist House, their uh, Beautiful Blonde. It's their, uh, their Belgian Blonde Ale. Apparently, I've had that a while ago. I didn't realize that. I don't care. I'll drink it again. It's good. I like it. That's all there is to it. I think it's like 8% ABV or something like that. Mm. So it, it'll get me where I need to go for sure. It's a heavy one. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's going to be a fun episode. Neat. Today, <laughs> <laughs> what are you yeah, drinking tonight? Those guys. Um, I got this uh, Embrace the Martian um, over at 11th Hour. Uh, they, uh, it's, man, so uh, apparently they put a bunch of German hops in this and uh made it hazy and um i mean it's uh like it's clear it's a weird color for a hazy um it tastes like melons like melon and pineapple and mango like it is something i have not had before like i i mean it is fucking delicious uh it drinks like a it drinks like a almost like a you know like it has like the body almost of like a pilsner um, and it's an 8.8. 8. Um, so it, uh, like it tastes and feels like a lawnmower beer, but, uh, that is a fucking sleeper. Yeah. That is a, that's a, that's a bad combination. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a different game of softball right there. <laughs> I, uh, I, that sounds really good. I'd definitely be into that. Yeah. And like looking at the color, you you said it has like that melony flavor to it, but it looks yeah, it looks kind of like that uh like the shittier cantaloupe. Uh, what's the yeah. what's what's the shittier cantaloupe? Uh, honeydew, honeydew. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what this. That's exactly what the. It's like a honeydew kind of. I mean, like it, it's a it's a weird. I am I'm a fan. I have not had a beer quite like this before, man. It's uh they're they're doing dope shit down there. Right so on. did you get that? Did you get that from the brewery or did you get that from a, a local distributor? No, I got this from the brewery. I stopped down because um, they're doing uh, one of the collabs. So, like, uh, you know, they're giving out free glasses with, like, the first, you know, two purchases of the collab. So I was dropping that off. But apparently when you drop off, like, gifts to breweries, they, they gift you back. So, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm like, oh, yeah, so yeah. So shout out to shout out to Eleven Hour. Those guys out there making crazy shit, man. Yeah, I, I've had their stuff multiple times, and I'm gonna I'm gonna keep going back. I, I like <laughs> their their Dream Cannon series because I'm a I'm a sour fan, so I, I like what they're doing in that side of things. So they'll be getting my money again for sure. 
Yeah, I mean, I usually am a, I'm a stout dude when it comes to 11th Hour because they're one of the few places that has a good stout, like, all year round. So, mm-hmm. like, I I mean, I'm, I'm there often, or at least um, grabbing something from a cooler, you know what I mean? You know I mean, close by from them. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I just, like, I saw it in a can. I'm like, what the hell? And I'm glad I, I'm glad I tried this. It's, uh, it's definitely one of my, my new faves. Awesome. Can I can I just say that I appreciate that you support the tenet of all weather is stout weather, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. all year round, man. I, I yep. was a weird ass kid that used to come out and like I'd be playing basketball like in the summertime with like one of those milk chugs. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I just I went through this phase when I was like sixteen where I was just drinking milk like every day. Like I was drinking gallons of milk. My mom ended up uh, making me buy my own milk. She was like, well, you don't have to you <laughs> spend your check on this because like, she didn't get like two gallons of milk. Maybe be gone in like two days. <laughs> I mean, I just have, I mean, I love that. The, you know, my favorite, my, my three favorite uh, uh, drinks are uh, milk, beer, and, um, and orange juice. So like a milky, hazy IPA, kind of like a juicy, like that's like my, my pinnacle. I mean, that old lactose. Give me, give me all the lactose. I say, there's got to be something <laughs> out there that hits all three of those. Mm-hmm. Oh, a milkshake IPA, man. A nice juicy milkshake IPA. Yeah. Or if you get that stout with the nice little, like, like a citrusy kind of, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, like hit to it. Ah, yeah. You, you might want to check out the Couch and Abjuration Black is Beautiful collab coming out because mm-hmm. it's going to be a chocolate orange uh, stout. So that, yeah. that, 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 yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You won me. Yeah. They're shooting, they're shooting for that Christmas chocolate orange flavor in Ooh. July, August. So yeah. I say, did, did they say when that's officially going to be coming out yet? I asked Dennis and he didn't get back to me. So <laughs> damn it, Dennis. Yeah. So I don't know. It'll be soon. Man, enough, brewers, so. man. Brewers, <laughs> man, 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 brewers just want to brew. They don't want to talk about it. They don't want to uh, <laughs> schedule. They just want to <laughs> Folks is like, when are we going to get these collabs? I'm like, man, have you ever talked to a brewer? <laughs> <laughs> it's a, like, we're we dealing with yeast, the government, and the motherfucking uh, uh, a pandemic. Like, it's Just a, be glad you're getting it in the first place kind of thing. Right? I'm surprised yeah. motherfuckers even still exist. Like, have you seen <laughs> the world? Like, <laughs> and we ship it to the door that's a whole other thing like motherfuckers used to have to spend money to like get a taxi and buy a ticket and get into the fest and then have to like you know get a hotel afterwards or some shit like it was all these things that were attached to it, enjoying this fucking I think you'd only get like five ounces and mm-hmm. I mean like that's all you was getting was five ounces for all that work now I was getting shipped to your door which is kind of awesome People ain't satisfied, man. <laughs> I mean, so yeah, let's just jump right into it. You got you're talking about how this year for Fresh Fest, you guys are actually sending beer out, and you're sending two different collab packs to through both Tavor, uh, which is a big name company that will ship to 25 different states, and you're also sending it through uh, the local uh, Brentwood Distribution Beverages to you. So can and, you talk- and the the Brentwood Distro that'll do all of Pennsylvania, correct? Yeah, yeah all of does- the So yeah, what can you tell us more about the beers that are coming through for us? I've um, seen a couple of them. Yeah, so uh, man, 
Um, so yeah, we got uh, these two four packs. Um, each of them will feature a hop, lager, dark, and sour selection. Um, we got eight black-owned breweries paired up with eight local Pittsburgh breweries. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know. Um, the, the collabs that are coming out are pretty dope. It's every year it's, it's dope just seeing what these folks come up with, because it's not, it's not the, the, all right, I just got this recipe. Let's just brew this and, you know, like put a cool label in it and keep it moving. Like it's a real conversation. Um, you know, between the collaborator, like typically in the past, it was always, you know, um, a collaborator within the community and a, um, you know, a brewery here locally. Um, this year, it's been dope because we're parent, like we get to choose. So it's not like, you know, breweries just like knew each other, had a relationship, had an understanding of each other and decided to come together because they had some, you know, again, it's like, we're just like, yo, these dudes are cool as shit. You guys should probably brew a beer together. And like, they fucks with the cause. So they're like, yeah, let's do that. And like seeing how those two entities like are meeting for the first time. And then, you know, after about four to six weeks, they come up with this thing, like is dope as shit. Um, and then when you add the fact that this year, um, you know, all of the labels are uh, designed by black artists. Like, you know, you're, you're adding a, a third entity in there. Um, and the creativity is 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 pretty dope. Um, I don't know if you guys saw that uh, that dancing on war cloud, wise words, uh, double IPA. I mean that is, a, I mean it's it's a beautiful fucking label. The that the, the label for Apollo last year uh, that that eleventh um, hour did with War Cloud was my favorite label, um, and it was one of my favorite beers. Uh, it was this um, uh, Seven Up like pineapple or lemon upside down cake kind of like beer and it's jesus man it was it was so ridiculous but the label was super dope and uh i'm super excited by that label there um the uh uh <laughs> what was it what is, what is the uh the, the shoe brew four city um collab is like this wheat beer with like oreos and cocoa nibs and and Ooh. lactose and vanilla <laughs> that just sounds like, like silly times that i yeah, yeah. i'm already <laughs> a, a fan <laughs> like a, it's, it's a wheat beer and it's like what the fuck are you talking about but like you know i mean shoe brew is known for kind of i mean like you know doing some some other type of shit and four city um you know four city out of out of uh where are they at new jersey like i mean those guys have been i mean they, they've only been open for a short period of time and they've come out the like they've made a name for themselves just be like from their you know um, their line of all and to see that come out I was like ooh um, Brewer's gonna work it out so you know that label was dope um, and then uh, the uh, the uh, what is it the fight the sour. Um, <laughs> man, I love that label. <laughs> 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 But it's uh, it's supposed to like mimic. They call it like a bramble, um, I think is what it's called. But it's like it's grist house and um, white lime, and it has like blackberries and juniper um, in the sour. So it's supposed to mimic like gin and you know like fruit. And um, I had a can. I just I happened to be 
by the other day, and they were like actually canning it up. Nice. I, I was like, oh shit! Like, what's you know what I mean? And, and they're like, yeah, you know, like, you know what? I was like, wait, what? <laughs> and like, I was like, okay, yeah. So like, you know, I had it like fresh off the line, and oh man, I mean, the shit was, I don't know, like, uh, it's. It's kind of dope getting to, to put on the fest. You know I mean, it's a lot of work or whatever, but it is kind of dope because, you know, I'm a fan and that's like all I am and that's all I'm ever really going to be in this. Like, I don't have any interest in brewing or owning a brewery or doing any of that shit. Um, it's hard work. I've been in the uh, restaurant industry, um, you know, half my life. And like, I know what it takes to own and operate some shit like that. And I just ain't got it in me. Like, I, I love drinking and talking shit, but I mean, you know, that whole supply chain management is for the birds. So, um, <laughs> you know, like, I, I, I do get to be a fanboy. And, um, I mean, that, like, seeing this come out, and, like, you know, having that, that beer, didn't even have a label on it yet. And I was just, like, just sitting there while everybody, you know, it was just closed down. Everybody's working. I'm just in the back, like, with a little sandwich on Carson Street and a little, like, beer. Like, I'm just one of the guys. Just <laughs> It was pretty dope. So, um, yeah, no, some, uh, some pretty dope collabs coming out of this. Thing. And uh, we were lucky enough to uh, hook up with Tavor. And when I say lucky, like, you know, this community, it's a community project. Um, you know, nobody, like, myself or anybody else involved, like, nobody does it by themselves. And the way that this thing developed was, you know, we kind of like, uh, me and Mike, you know, when we first started out a couple of years ago, just kind of like mentioned it to a handful of, of people and said, hey, you know, we're thinking about doing this thing. Do you want to get down? And they were all just overwhelmingly like, hell yeah, we need this. And they all offered like something to it. They all offered some ideas or some input or some skill or some, you know, something. I mean, I was, I was picking people's brains for months leading up saying, you know, how do you, like, you know, what do you hate about festivals? What do you hate about this? Because I had never done this before. And um, that's the reason why it's successful is this community thing. So, like, we announced this again. Here we are, you know, like, a couple of years later, and we're announcing doing another crazy-ass fucking thing, like a virtual beer festival, like, you know. <laughs> and, like, the support was like, fuck yeah, let's do that. And a friend of mine reached out and was like, yo, I got this Tavor Connect, um, you know, I know you, you're looking for ways to get beer or whatever. Maybe something could come of it. I don't know, but, you know, I can, you know, here's an email. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. That's all you need sometimes. <laughs> yeah. And I sent the email and she was like, this, yes, we need this to happen. And so we, like, I was scratched, like, I was beating my, my, my brain. Like, how are we going to get beer? How are we going to get beer? I was like, I'm, I had this whole, like, I was going to start calling all my connects and, finding out what the delivery places were and maybe even apply for distribution. Like there was all kind of wild shit. And then <laughs> to start later, a bootlegging network. Yeah. 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 Uh, email later, it was like, you know, we'll just handle, we'll handle half the country for you. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, sure. Thanks. Yeah. yeah all right. <laughs> well, all right. Like, you know, like it allowed me to go to other things. So yeah, I mean, shout out to, shout out to the Rawlinsons um, and shout out to DeVore uh, and shout out to beverages to you. Um, they were the first ones to be like, yep, we can, we'll at least get it to PA. And I mean, you ain't going to have to drive and drop off cases out in mm -hmm. Philly. We got you. you know? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good not having to drive all the way to the Poconos to get somebody their beer. So, right. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that... The sour label, man. Oh, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to, shout out to, uh, shout out to Tom, uh, Tom Poet. Uh, man, that this whole, 
this whole idea with the mixed four pack or whatever was his idea. Um, he was saying, you know, like he's been in the industry for a while. Um, I don't know if you've ever had full pint, but um, a lot of full oh, for sure. success um, is due to Tom, like, you know, just running around. Just, I mean, if, if you've had his beers because he's, if you've had full pint, it's because he sold it to you uh, indirectly. I mean, and um, working with him has been super dope. And his idea was like, you know, this mixed four pack and like, and it was supposed to mimic um, a thing that Stone did back in the day where like they had all these different collaborations and they would like get, you would get a 12 pack, but it would have like, you know, like six, you know, six different beers um, in it, like six different collaborations. Mm. And like Stone was able to do that. Like, I mean, that was, you know, like and it, it, it would rotate. They would have this series that would happen. And that's something that Stone was able to do because it's fucking Stone. Um, right. <laughs> so like to be able to mimic something like that, you know, they, they discontinued it years ago. Um, but they may be able to mimic something like that, to be able to, to have, to, to be able to, um, have the connections and, and the support to do something that, to mimic something like that is, is super dope. I don't know if you're going to be able to get a, a four pack or even an eight pack, um, with as much variety and, and art and just like, ah, into it, man. So shout yeah. out to Tom. Yeah. Especially cause, uh, and this is one of the best parts about Fresh Fest is the collaboration where you bring in you know breweries across the country and you know like you said in the past years it's been black artists and local business owners pairing with breweries but this year you have black breweries pairing with local breweries but like getting to vor is huge because the fresh west brings people from across the country to pittsburgh but now it puts pittsburgh across the country and that's well that's a nice way of putting that steve i like yeah (laughs) yeah 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 no it's exactly what we were you know i mean when i like so i'm a comedian by trade and you know like sometimes that gets lost in all the beer but like you know i like i I love comedy and i i was on that whole like you know headliner traveling route and you know I, i did a couple you know i did some traveling i did a tour and like i i was just like man you know it's a lot Um, and people kept saying like, you know, if you want to make it, you got to get out of Pittsburgh. But like, I was like, you know, I, I I went out to New York and my cousin, um, is a producer out there and like, he's been producing out there for decades, you know, back in like salt and pepper and kid and play days and shit like that. Um, and you know, he put me on stage and like, you know, I'm, I'm on stage with all these like comic view comics and like all these bigger names and, and, and in front of this New York crowd in Manhattan Saturday night. And I'm like, yo, this is wild as shit. And like, I bombed crazy. Like, was like, <laughs> like, bombed insane. And then like, I got on stage and then the, the host started like cracking on me for another 10 minutes, like just to bring the crowd back. Like I was like, ah, oh, this is wild. And uh, after that, <laughs> I switched up my whole shit and was like, fuck hitting the road, like, I would just bring talent to Pittsburgh. You know what I mean? Like, I think that this city has something um, to offer. And, I, you know, I started doing that with the producing, with the comedy, and, like, you know, booking acts and bringing people into Pittsburgh, and they loved that. Um, but the goal was always, you know, not only to bring folks in, but at some point to, like, you know, like by bringing people in, spreading the message like yo pittsburgh is something to invest in because like there's no black middle class neighborhood in pittsburgh and if you're not if if we don't bring in investment especially if we don't bring in black investment into the city 
then we're never going to see that. So, you know, a big part of that is showcasing to the country and to the world that Pittsburgh has a lot of like, a lot of cool shit happening. It's like, we're able to do things in this city that you can't do in New York or, you know, like LA or, or Miami or Chicago. I mean, the cost of living is amazing here. And it allows, you know, it allows artists, it allows entrepreneurs to have that day job afford you know, some sort of living and also have some time to pursue, you know, an outside endeavor. And it's also connected enough here that like, if you want to make a difference, you know, everybody knows everybody. I mean, it's a, it's a double-edged sword. So like, while, you know, it kind of starts to feel like a small pond, it also is a place where, you know, like I've been able to make some inroads over the last eight years of, of, of entertainment and, and production that, I mean, I'd still would be sitting at three o'clock in the morning waiting for, you know, some comic to get done with his five minutes if I was in L.A. Um, and I think that that's, a, that that's what Pittsburgh offers to a lot of people in a lot of different ways and a lot of industries is, you know, like bring that, bring that L.A. check here, bring that Chicago check here, bring that Miami check here and see what you can do with it. Um, you know, instead of just struggling to, to buy a $20 cocktail on Rodeo Drive. <laughs> we are we are not just a dying steel town anymore well no you nah. gotta you gotta find something to replace it and you know like day saying there's a lot of opportunity for artists like there was a big that i don't know probably like 10 years ago there was that big push to bring all kinds of film industry stuff into mm -hmm. pittsburgh and because they wanted film to be you know part of like they gave it a tax haven and everything so they wanted they want some sort of artistry to happen here so yeah, yeah mm -hmm. bringing people in to do it is a good way to you know have that happen. Yeah, if you have talent, we can support you here. Mm -hmm. That's what it boils down to. Yeah, and I mean we like you know, and with the festival, you know, we try to we try to encompass like all aspects. So it's not just you know like getting shit faced and you know talking about beer or whatever. You know, we have like so like this year we have the uh, small business workshop with uh, New Sun Rising. As an incubation, um, you know, like you can come in and if you want to open up a brewery or any kind of small business, you know, uh, come in and it's, we're not just going to throw you to the wolves. There are programs and assets out there to help you along that process. And we are very rich in, you know, we're very awash in grant funding here in this area. Um, you know, at times, and, 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 and that's the thing, is that because of that, corporations don't put in their fair share because they feel like, well, it's being taken care of. So that's something that we got to do a better job of, of, of demanding when we're here in the city. But, you know, at the same time, the cost of living is, is cheap enough. The real estate is cheap enough that like you could come in, grab a, you know, comparably, um, you can come in, grab comparably some cheaper, some cheaper uh, real estate here and you'll have some support, um, you know, grants and, and also, you know, education and, and networks uh, that will help support you. So it's not just a, all right, yeah, come in. And it's like, all right, you got, you, you bought your first house. All right, good luck now. <laughs> You're on your own. You're on your own. We got you. <laughs> Pierogies every day. Like, you know, <laughs> like, it's, you know we're, we're here to, to help, you know, incubate that um, and those connections. So, um, Yeah. <laughs> Cool, cool. Uh, you got to watch out with that pierogi talk day. You've had some real, uh, I don't know, 
controversial takes on Twitter, right? <laughs> you know, the past couple of days, as far as cabbage and potato cuisine, and it's very much my heritage, and I'm not going to put up with it. <laughs> it is so. There's so much cabbage out here, man. It's, and not like the, not the, you know, I'm not talking about the cheddar or the broccoli. Yeah. It's like we're talking really like cabbage. Like, yeah. <laughs> if I go to Atlanta, I'm like, yo, man, it's just mad cabbage out there. They'd be like, what? I need to be up there. I'm like, listen, we talking about lettuce. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, bro. Yeah. No, no, no. no we no. talking about leaves, bro. <laughs> 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 nah, Let me sit you uh, down, show you a couple videos first. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it's it's dope. It's like I, I think, but I think that that's just for me. I, I mean, it is. I think that there's just just too much, right? Like there there is a lack of diversity in Pittsburgh. So like we don't have that same diversity in the food scene that you get in other, you know, not even like Philly, right? Like it's just like it's the same state. And it's wild because, like, talking to people who don't really know Pittsburgh but know Philly, they like, and they're like, "Oh, it's PA, right? Like Philly." Oh, it's like, I'm like, no, 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 like, not like Philly. Like, and it's it's wild. Like, even Cleveland. Like, Cleveland gets a lot of hate over here. Um, and I used to hate Cleveland until I went to Cleveland, and I was like, "Oh shit, there's black people here. Like, it's wild. Like, they walk around downtown and shit. There's like." You know, there's a presence there. There's like middle class neighborhoods and like people, and like it's like normal to see folks. Like it's normal to see folks walking down the street that are black in a good neighborhood in Cleveland. Like that's just not like yeah. You know I mean, like if you see black people walk around a good neighborhood in Pittsburgh, it's because like they're on an interview or some shit. Like that's typically how that works, or they're a transplant, or they're going to school. Like that's typically how the black experience is here. So like. It's wild, um, you know, with the with the food and all that. It's like, like I love that shit in doses. Like I go down to the uh, farmers market down the street. So I'm over in Beaver, and those Polish ladies got the motherfucking um, the stuffed cabbage. Yeah, and that shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I'm down there like every Saturday in the summertime <laughs> because I mean the beef in that bitch, whatever they got in that recipe with the cabbage and that sauce and the and the potatoes. Or like ninety percent butter with like some potato dust sprinkled on that shit. It is fire. Like it's potatoes, I mean, it's paprika, and it's butter. And yeah, that's about- <laughs> and then more butter on top of that. And more, more butter. butter on, like yeah, I mean, like that shit is fire. Like that is that soul food. But like I don't, you know, I mean, like one, not everybody's making that shit because there's a lot of mediocre ass potatoes out here. I just want to throw it out there. Yeah, I mean, and two. You know, it'd be nice if I could, like, you know, get a little variety on, on Mondays and Tuesdays. So, yeah, that's what I've been feeling the last couple of days is this, like, usually <laughs> Sundays and Mondays. Because Sundays and Mondays, all the barbecue spots is closed. You know what I mean? All the barbecue yeah. spots is closed. All the fried chicken spots is closed. Like, I'm just like, come on, man. Like, what is <laughs> – and this is when I need it the most, right? Sunday? <laughs> like, Sunday is like, it's all right. It's all right. Yes, the weekend is almost over. But, look, here's some fried chicken. And have then you, have like, you uh, tried Bowser's? Bowser's? Yeah, in Manaka. That's a really good barbecue. Uh, That's good barbecue. Bowser's in Manaka. I don't know if I had that. I had the. Uh, I had, there's this new spot that opened up, like Good Field Times or something like that, that just opened up. And it's, yeah, yeah. I mean, and it, you know, and, and like, so my, my family's from North Carolina. So, like, it's, 
hard because like you know what I mean. Again, it's like you get you get for ten bucks, you get what you get up here for like twenty five, and it tastes twice as good. Like it's it's like a it's a, it's a different struggle, man. Like that, that man, that rib dinner down down North Carolina is like ten ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> like eighteen ribs and like three sides with that motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I mean, with a big fat homie, <laughs> like it's. You know, you you feel love down that motherfucker, man. I, <laughs> I spent $25 over here. I get three bones and some dry-ass cornbread and, like, some macaroni and cheese that's barely got any cheese in that motherfucker. Like, I'd be like, why? Like, what is – and it's, it's fine it's fine dining, man. So, uh... <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to – let's jump back to the beers that we were drinking, uh, and then we'll come back with another segment. But uh, what – What's uh, everybody feeling about how they're drinking right now? I'm good. It's Nimble Giant. It's, I was going to say, that's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Your dregs are okay, Steve? Yes. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> we did the, we did the, um, the Fresh Fest, that peach collab with Trogues last year, man. Oh, that was fantastic. That was good. Fresh Fest? Oh, my God. I wanted, like, I wanted some, like, crazy, heavy, lactose, like, weight and shit. And they were like, how about we uh, do something classy in summer like fucking phenomenal, man. Yeah. Yeah, that was so good last last year. Yeah. For for me with the uh, the Grist House, it's a beautiful blonde. I'm a fan. I like it. I'm glad I grabbed a four pack because the other three are not gonna last much longer. That's for damn sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll see if I can get one next week, maybe. <laughs> All right. I, I, I'll put one in the other fridge. That way I kind of forget about it. All right. Fair enough. I'll put it in the food fridge rather than the beer fridge. <laughs> eh, how's your I, alien beer there, Day? It's, uh, it's, it's good. So it doesn't have that crazy hot burn that you get from some, like, hazies where, like, you know, you swallow and it's like, you know I mean? Like, it's <laughs> mellow as fuck. Um, but while uh it drinks like a pilsner or whatever like after a few minutes that shit starts to warm up and you start to and you'd be like oh yeah that's yeah that's almost not <laughs> yeah that's definitely a that's definitely a fucking alien man good yeah, that's, nice. that's, that's, what, that's probably why yeah i mean like it's about to burst out of my belly and shit <laughs> <laughs> the fuck it feels like i might have to find some of that well, we're going to come back with another segment. We'll t- be uh, talking more with Day about uh, Fresh Fest, probably talk a little more about stand-up comedy, maybe talk a little bit more about barbecue. I'm- oh, yeah, we're definitely planning a, a North Carolina barbecue road trip between segments here, just so you know. Yeah. We're going to pull the, the curtain back a little bit. <laughs> yes, we need to know some good spots. Adam's actually heading down there soon, so he'll, yeah. need, he'll need some help. <laughs> I need all the help I can get with that. Yeah. But we'll be right back and see you in segment two. First Sip Brew Box is a one-of-a-kind subscription service for craft beer lovers based right here in Pittsburgh. Every month, First Sip will send you a box full of craft beer enthusiast essentials, including t-shirts, glassware, and even food. Right now, our friends at First Sip Brew Box have an offer for you. Just sign up for a three-month subscription and get your fourth month free. Just enter the code HOPUSA when you sign up at FirstSipBrewBox.com. That's H-O-P-U-S-A at checkout to get your fourth month free at FirstSipBrewBox.com. 
Welcome back to episode 164 of the Hot Nation USA podcast. We're still here with Dave Bracey of the Drinking Partners podcast, as well as Fresh Fest coming up August 8th. So get your tickets ready for the uh, the app, as well as all the streaming, everything else that's going on. Check out Tavor or beverages com to get some of the beer and get ready. And Steve, where can you get tickets? Uh, you can get tickets at freshfest.com or freshfestdigifest.com. Nice. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> you can also download the app on the Google Play Store, because I know I did, or the iOS <laughs> Store. It's nice. a nice little app you guys put together with that. Like, it lets you know where everything is. Yeah. yeah uh, I should. I ain't do shit. I don't do shit for this festival, man. I don't brew beer. I don't ship shit. I don't, like, perform. I definitely didn't make that app. Um, <laughs> uh, work hard, man. Like, those motherfuckers. Like, so the only reason we are able to even do any of this is because uh, work hard is uh, one of our main sponsors. Uh, we've, been working, uh, we've been working in their basement uh, for like six years now with the podcast. That's where we report. Uh, shout out to Epicast, Buzzy. Uh, man, that dude is that dude is a beast. Uh, we don't, I don't, I don't record the podcast. I don't edit that shit. I don't know anything about podcasts. Like, I, like when I tell you my skill is drinking and talking shit, that is really all I do. Buzzy does <laughs> the, the recording and engineering. Like, record, owns a building. Like, I mean, brewers brew beer. Like, I mean, I'm just drunk and like I got attaining to a, to a degree in all this, but. Um, yeah, I mean, hanging out and getting drunk in Workforce basement for six years led to them building us an app, which I think is maybe the most unconventional way of going about uh, getting an app that I like I've ever seen. But <laughs> man, I don't know. It's, it's, it, it, it would make the teenage me proud. Like you know what I mean? Like there was, I remember, remember smoking a lot of weed and playing Madden in my my friend's basement. My mom was like, "You're never gonna see anything doing that." And here I am. Uh, amazing the same thing um so yeah no they uh academy pittsburgh um is their uh organization so what they do is they have these like um uh these quick like coding sessions where you can learn how to code in like between you know like six and twelve weeks and at the end of that, like you can come in, um, and they, uh, it's very low cost. And then they, you know, if you qualify or whatever, they don't charge you until after, you know, you, you get a job and you start making money. So you hmm. can get this education and you can start, you know, like you get this, you know, like anywhere from like six to like 12 weeks education. I mean, you have to have the time to go in because I mean, it's like full days. Right. Right. So like you, but after 12, after 12 weeks, you have like a job. You have the ability to get a job. So like, um, you know, black black tech nation went through this, and um, you know, she came in from Chicago, uh, went through this twelve week course, and got out, and like very shortly afterwards, got a job with the Washington Post. Oh um, shit, that's awesome! Some really decent money, and now like you know, like she sponsored the fest last year, um, and like is like hiring people right now with her company. Like, that started through the academy after that, like, it was a 12-week course that she went through. So, like, you know, it's real, you know, it's real opportunity that they're doing it. Like, work hard. Josh Lucas uh, founded that. Like, the people down there, like, like it's, you know, it's a shared workspace on the surface. 
this, right? Like, you know, mm-hmm. you're doing 50 bucks a month, and you can, like, you know, have a, have an office space down there and, and have use of all of these various, like, devices and, and space or whatever that's down there. But, like, the real value is in the fact that, one, you're working around all these talented individuals, right? So, like, we're recording in this basement for six years, but, like, also we're meeting, you know, like, all these other, like, companies that are starting up um, you know, like Pitchworks, uh, shout out to, to Scott and the gang, you know, Ryan Haggerty, I mean, who's running, you know, a lot of the, um, the, the production side of things for, for, for work hard, um, you know, like Academy Pittsburgh developing this app. Like these are all people that are in here working and that's really like the beauty of, of not, like in this gig economy, like if you're going to do anything, it's, it's, it's your network. And, and the work hard is one of those places where you can build that network um, of people and it won't cost you much. Like literally it's 50 bucks a month to just be in the office and having an office, especially in, the, in this day and age and getting you like in that right workspace mm-hmm. is huge. I mean, like just being able to like have a desk and have a place where you're just, Hey, I'm going to do work right now. Um, especially, you know, when you're working from home a lot, that, like that's huge. Having the ability to like bring somebody to an office and not have to like meet for dinner or like drinks all the time. Cause that shit, man, like having the network, over drinks all the time is like, uh, <laughs> I mean, like that shit gets expensive. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, you know, and then having those connections uh, is super huge. So shout out to, to work hard, uh, you know, for the app and for the, the, the years of letting me uh, get shit faced in the basement. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of getting shit faced, is everybody reloaded with a new beer? Yes. Yes, I have, Steve. Okay. Would, would you like to hear about it? Sure, good. All right. Uh, it's another uh, another good one from, from Grist House. I assume <laughs> I haven't had it yet, but I haven't had a bad one from Grist House yet. It's their, their crisp. It's a Kolsch. Come oh. in at four, four point something or other. But, uh, I mean, when, it, when it's not, you know, time for a stout, it's time for a Kolsch right about now. Huh. So, it's, uh, it's supposed to be fairly, fairly malty. Yeah. I mean, it looks. It is. It looks clean. So it is. It, it's a very clean looking beer. Very, very light. Very bright. Yeah. 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 I'm digging on it. Right on. Dave, what'd you pick up? Um. So I just got into this. Right. So like, despite running a beer festival, uh, the ways of tr- beer trade elude me. Like I'm always like <laughs> I'm in all these beer groups. And everybody's posting all this beer. I'm like, they don't sell that down the street. Like, where do you get that? Like, <laughs> how is that legal? Like, it's so, it's, it's a weird, you know what I mean? Um, but I, uh, there's this Black and Beautiful group um, that I just got, uh, became a part of. And I was just, you know, it was randomly like, man, it's crazy. I'll never be able to have any of these or whatever. And, uh, and somebody, like, hit me up. And I was like, yo, man, like, I'm just going to be, like, like, passing through Indiana. He wants some beer, and I was like, uh, cool. So they grabbed, uh, they grabbed some booze, and uh, yeah, they, they grabbed me this westbound and down. Uh, well, I mean, they had a bunch of different beers that they gave me in the parking lot. I met them in, in, uh, in the parking lot of John Eagle. Yeah, uh, okay. It was real shady. I, like, I was gonna say, I've been there like, myself. <laughs> yeah, like it was a real like, ugh, like is it? You know what I mean? And it was a bunch of different beers or whatever uh, from a bunch of different places. And one of those places, uh, Colorado, uh, apparently. So this is a hazy um, that they have, and it says limited release is a five point six percent. 
Um, so I think it's special. Uh, it's well traveled. So I'm uh, I'm gonna find out as soon as I get done with this Martian. Right on. Nice, Steve. What about you? Uh, how are you uh, coming along with your dregs? Your your bottom of the barrel. Would you kind of <laughs> come up with some utopias next? No, <laughs> uh, I I did come up with a Sweetwater uh, train wreck, and it's part of their strain series. So it's all those beers that smell like weed because they have a little bit of terpenes in them. Uh, mm. It's a uh, oh, good that tank. Yeah, it, and this one keeps right in line with the rest of them. It smells dank as hell. It, uh, it is a hazy double IPA, 8%. Uh, it is pretty good, but there's, I will say there's more on the aroma than there is on the taste, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Hmm. So have you had that one before, or is this the first time for you? No, I think this one's actually pretty new, because they, okay. uh, they did like the G13, I think it was, or the G20. And then they did the wheat version. Then they did the chocolate stout. Then they did a collaboration with Be Real from Cypress Hill. And now there's this one. Right on. Yeah, so that G20, man. That shit changed my life. That shit's really good. I would say I would say that one's better than this one. But this one's pretty decent. It's like refreshing and easy drinking for an 8%. Dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> Mm. So, sounds like sounds like yeah, the ones dude. we had in the first segment. Dangerous. <laughs> yeah, this uh, Uncle Buzz brownies from uh, Butler, and it like it just it tastes like a straight weed brownie. It was a it was a um, a hoppy. They called it a hoppy a hoppy stout. Uh, but yeah, it was chocolatey and and meaty. Uh, it was funny because I was over at my boy's crib. And like, I'm like, yeah, he was like, yeah, what you got over there? And like, you know, I'm known as like the dude that brings over the weird beers. So like, I'm like, yeah, well, I got this one. It tastes like weed brownie. He's like, I don't know if I can fuck with that, bro. I got to test like in a couple of days. <laughs> like, no, bro, I think, I think you'll be all right. He's like, you know what? I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just skip just in case. <laughs> but the shit does taste like weed brownie. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get a hold of any of that, and I don't know because it's Butler. But like Butler Brew Works, they put out some good stuff. It's just they I, they don't get to my circle of I don't know pickup. <laughs> well, they do now because they they've been coming you, to Creekside where, lately. Oh yeah, yeah. I was about to oh, say okay. Creekside. Yeah, Creekside has been uh, has been dope on that. Yeah, um, they've been getting I mean, a I lot of my money lately. Like I. Yeah, I didn't know what Creekside was until, I don't know, maybe like a month or so ago, maybe like two months ago, and I've been down there like weekly, man. Yeah. <laughs> four points come up through there, um, and I'd be like, I'd be hitting them up, I'd be like, hitting them up on Twitter, like, yo, when that shit drop, I'd be hitting up fucking Adam and shit, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 like y'all got any more of that? Yeah, I just picked up Creekside. some of the, that Twilight Hollow from Four Points from Creekside. So yeah, I I know also of their mm. their awesome distribution that they're picking up. So mm. I'll probably I'll probably head back soon. <laughs> oh. And I I'll probably see one of you guys there when I go back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're gonna they're gonna be one of the few retailers that have the uh, mix four the mix eight pack uh, 
for pickup. Like, oh, really? You can only get Ooh. it. You can only get the, yeah, you can only get the mixed eight pack uh, from uh, Tavor, beverages to you, and then there's a couple of retailers like Carson Street Deli, Creekside, and a couple of others. Um, so, yeah, like, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely excited for that. I actually found, um, I found that fucking, uh, what is it, that, that, that interdimensional pterodactyl from fucking, from, from Helltown? Uh, was that, that was like a triple IPA or something? Yeah. It was a triple oh. IPA. Oh my God. It was in a, it was in a six pack. It was like a 10 <laughs> like That shit. But it was, but it wasn't like, it wasn't too much. Like it, like you, so man, it, it drunk like a, it drunk like an eight, but it hit like a 12. <laughs> like, and it was just, it was juicy. And just delicious and like I mean, if you did, did y'all have any of that? I didn't get any of it. I mm-hmm. I had been searching for it. I didn't know it was man, there. That was a steal, man. Like, and I and I got it for cheap too. Like, I mean, it was. I saw the label, and I know Helltown because Helltown be like Helltown was was putting out hitters before they took over Rivertown. You know? mm-hmm. I was oh yeah, dudes over there, and I was like, and they been, and they put out some solid shit. So when I saw that interdimensional, like I was, but I like I, I wasn't able to get it. Like I, I, I like you know, there's all the real releases and, and, and the pandemic and all that shit. Right. So like I wasn't, I, I, I wasn't looking for it. I didn't find, it. and then I just happened to be down at Creekside, and I was looking in the cooler, and then I just happened to look over. I was like, "Is that what?" <laughs> well, hello there. <laughs> oh shit! Like you know what I mean, I should have grabbed two of those motherfuckers, man. I was mad, like you know, but I, I grabbed one and. It was not enough, man. So, I, like, I don't, I don't know if there's, if you find it in the wild, I don't know. But like, if, if they need to do more of that, man, um, yeah. I gotta, I gotta call them. Like, write your local Helltown representative and tell them you want more international uh, pterodactyl, man. Cause <laughs> <laughs> I said it was a winner. Yeah, I, I find a lot of triple IPAs. I mean, I don't, I don't love the branding of triple IPA, but a lot of people who put them out. Cause we had one from Canada that was really good. And I had an, um, the RGB from uh, hitchhiker is really good. So it's like, yeah, when you get them, they're great. I just, I don't know for some, some reason, the triple IPA branding just bugs me for some reason. I don't know why. If, if it's done, if it's done right. Like, I mean, I think the thing was, was that triple IPAs, there were so many out there. They were all, there was a lot of shitty ones. I mean, there was a lot of shitty triple IPAs. Yeah. Like, I yeah. like, it was, like, they were mostly shitty, to be honest. It was just, like, because we went through that phase where it was like, how hoppy and boozy can we make the beer, right? Like, oh, like, yeah. I mean, yeah. the hoppiest and the booziest. <laughs> um, it's like, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Get your hops, get your booze. Like, you know what I mean? And it was like, all right, we did it. So, like, once everybody kind of left the craze, then it was like, if I do it, you know it needed to be done. You know what I mean? That's where I feel like yeah. we're at now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's like, if you see a triple, it's not there just for triple's sake. It's somebody, somebody got something to say. Because I, I don't even know if there's a market. Like, is there a big market out there for triple IPs? That's why I think it's set up. That's why I think I was able to get it weeks later. Because like the triple thing was like everybody's like triple. Oh, it's gonna be like you know what I mean. It's gonna be just this thick syrupy, just it's right. just gonna wreck you. Yeah, it's gonna wreck you like uh, like yeah. You know I mean, but like I was able like I sh- like I got I, I shouldn't I I had two of them. I should have had two of them, 
but they were they were just so easy fucking drinking <laughs> that it was yeah. easy to have two of those motherfuckers. Shout out to them, man. I hope I hope to see that again. Man, now I just gotta get back to Creekside like tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> where everybody knows <laughs> I don't I don't know that we have any sway or anything, but if we can maybe pre order an eight pack of for the Fresh Fest collabs, because the ones I've seen so far look really good and I want you know, I would like to get them all. So well, I would like to get them all too. We in the same boat, bro. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> no, nah, uh, I mean, honestly, like, with this festival, one of the things is that I don't, like, I have not had, I, I'll pro- I've probably had half of the collabs that we've had in this festival. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it's not like they, like, set aside anything for me. Like, it, it is no, like, yeah, I mean, I know, like, yo, like, I literally, I saw the article about the uh, brewer's going to work it out. Before I got the the label in my email, like <laughs> y'all, think, y'all think I was just some, some puppet master that's just like putting this like mm, I'm just a dude asking for a couple of like hey you know what might be cool and they're like all right we'll we'll, we'll think about it and then it just it makes me know that it's done and I'm like oh shit that was like, <laughs> I don't know um yeah no so I mean the thing is so the thing about the festival is like you know. As it as it does, it's morphed, and um, it's like at this point, it's going to be a month long a month long festival. So, you know, we're going to have everything live on the eighth, but like not all the beer is going to be ready by the eighth. Um, there's going to be a like people are going to be releasing all over the country when they release it. You know what I mean, there's going to be releases in Maryland and Connecticut and New Jersey. There's going to be a bunch here in Pittsburgh, um, but like. I just got an email like Greenbench isn't going to be able to release their version of the Between You and I. Uh, it's a Czech Pilsner with four points that they're doing. So four points is going to release theirs next Tuesday. Um, Greenbench is going to release theirs later in the month. Um, you know, we got like on the 7th, we're probably going to get Grist House, um, you know, their uh, Fight the Sour, their version of Fight the Sour. It's going to be released on a different date. Um, out in, in uh, New Jersey with uh, White Lion, or out in uh, Maine um, with White Lion. I mean, like, so these beers are going to be dropping throughout the month when they all finally are able to be, like, collected and then packaged and shipped in the APAC is wholly dependent upon you know, when the brewers are, are done, you know, brewing and, and labeling and canning and shipping and doing all the things on their side. And like all these guys are working through a pandemic themselves as well. You know, like, so like, yeah, like ship, like brewing schedules used to be a thing and they used to have <laughs> made some sense, but then like, you know, a lot of these dudes are shipping, like they're switching over from, you know, 40, 60% kegs, restaurants, you know, like in-house sales to 100% cans. That's huge. <laughs> like that's a that's yeah, a huge that's, shift. Yeah, it's a huge burden. Model. And we're you yeah. know facing a can shortage. So yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> like, and that's what like it's wild because I was like, yo, there's no way. Like, I, like there's no way. Like every, there's no way the entire industry can shift. To one form of packaging, and yeah. that shit not run out at some point, right? right. Like I right. like, 
I was just looking at it like, this can't be sustainable. Because that's the thing, like, right, as a comedian, like, a lot of my life is looking at life and being like, this probably doesn't make sense. Like, I mean, this it's finding that skew, like, this doesn't make sense. So, like, a lot of it is looking at the absurdity. And, like, when you look at American life, none of this shit is sustainable. Like, <laughs> right. like oh, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm bitching about, like, oh, man, I can't get, you know, Creole food in Pittsburgh. Motherfucker, I don't live next to any Creoles. Like, you know what I'm <laughs> if I want that shit, it gotta be shipped in or it gotta be, you know, whatever. And like, you know, like Africa ain't about talking about like, oh man, there ain't no motherfucking potatoes out this bitch. Like, yeah, I mean, they ain't about that shit. You know, like, unless it's an American first world problem. And a lot of our life isn't sustainable. And uh, can, uh, as, as, as your only method of getting beer, is not sustainable, man. Like, if you're gonna. You're gonna have to get some motherfucking rice paper, like cartons uh, or some shit. But we about to be drinking out of those top cartons dips, the you know the milk dips. We're get, we're about to all switch to the uh, the pen brewery method of Oktoberfest drinking half out. gallon milk jugs. Hell yeah! <laughs> oh yeah! I've been stocking up since March. <laughs> I'm ahead of the game. Yeah, but I mean they can't even. Can they fill that? Can they even fill that up in the but, pandemic? They could. Uh, I've seen some breweries do it. I don't know if it's PA that we can do it, but I th- I think even Penn put out some milk jugs mm-hmm. uh, in in the uh, in the harder oh, days. Oh oh yo, you mean okay? Yeah 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 yeah. Putting out yeah. I was thinking about getting them refilled because. Oh I no, think I, jugs, I think I think we could do that. Back. I yeah. think we could do that because it's it's a already a defined size if you bring it in. So, but most of the places haven't been allowing you to bring in growlers because of the pandemic fight yeah. because of the that's cleanliness. true yeah oh I mean, yeah. yeah true true you see what i'm saying so it's like you could get a growler and that's why like it hasn't been really like popping because people are like i gotta buy a growler every time i come here like that's why like uh, like up in boston i was over there man fuck boston um, one, the streets are, are wild as shit. Um, they are. Make any fucking sense. They're the only. They're the only. They're the only fucking city in America that has worse streets than fucking Pittsburgh. Um, the people <laughs> drive like straight assholes, and then like you can't get, you can't get, you can't bring a growler in. Like, you know what I mean, you gotta have a growler from the brewery that you're getting it from. Like, they took out also like. So it was this weird thing where like back when growl, back when I was like you know holding growlers and shit like, but like, I like. You know, I had like a, a thousand growlers at the crib, and and I had a thousand growlers because I kept fucking forgetting to bring a growler whenever <laughs> I was out drinking and shit. So I had this. I was going on a road trip to fucking Boston, and I'm like, ah, right, yeah, like I'm, so I filled my, my trunk up with these growlers, and I I got there, and they're like, I'm sorry, sir, we can't use these. You have to get one from the brewery. And I'm like, what the. <laughs> the one time so like yeah so then like so i had to like all the space that i had reserved for beer was now reserved for empty fucking growlers on the way home <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> uh, man <laughs> so yeah i don't i don't know if we're gonna get the refillable uh the milk cartons man that's gonna be that's gonna be rough yeah, well, we're not there yet, so we don't have to think about it yet. But <laughs> <laughs> give it we'll a couple of weeks. Bridge. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll we'll adapt. We adapted well enough, you know, going into the thing. So if it changes again, we'll adapt again. But hey, if Man, Pennsylvania will... is able to do to go cocktails, right? I I think we can adapt. Which I I hope to all that is holy and decent that that stays. 
after yeah, let, the pandemic is over. Yeah, let's keep all the to-go options. That was nice. That, that needs to stay just forever. Right. Yeah. You know, man, them dudes down in New Orleans, they like they got the whole drive-through dip. So you oh, yeah. drive oh, through, yeah. and they keep the they keep the paper on top of the straw. <laughs> right. And that's a closed yeah, I mean, container. Like, that's a closed <laughs> container. So I'm saying, man, like you know, I I will styrofoam cut some of this motherfucking embrace the Martian, man. Yep. Like <laughs> pull up, like yeah, like. I mean, that's how JRs does it now. With the they they got the to go daiquiris and shit. They, it's not a drive through, but you can walk out with it, and it's got the little paper hat on it. <laughs> and once you're out so, of the building, they don't know what you're doing. It's no so longer their responsibility. Here's here's a lesson. Here's a lesson. See all that that cloud down there, as y'all know. Somebody didn't mm-hmm. roll their cam. Viewers, yeah. <laughs> but see, I thought I thought because I had stored it sideways, I was good. You know what I mean? But like, yeah. oh, that just 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 went right down to the. I see what it is. It's I, good. I see, where, I see where the haze. I'm like, where the haze? <laughs> <laughs> this shit is so clear. It's so clear for a hazy. Oh my. <laughs> there it is. Good but to yeah, know if I buy it. some. <laughs> yeah, roll them a fucking can. <laughs> I admit that's been kind of a hard habit for me to get into is start rolling the cans. I don't know why, but for some reason I just I never do it. Mm. Until I get to the end and I realized, oh shit, I should have rolled my can. <laughs> but I never learned my lesson. But this doesn't have this doesn't have that grit. Yeah. Like yeah, I mean, like it's hazy. I mean, it's definitely whatever. Like you know, the haze is down there, but it, it is. It's not that like, like oh, uh, like it's, there's no clumps. Right, the sludge. sludge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's. Uh, I want to ask you about uh, another thing about Fresh Fest coming up. You guys have three different kitchen series as part of uh, the Fresh Fest experience. Is what mm. I'm calling it now. The experience. <laughs> I like that. But At you have you have a cooking demo. You have a mixology class, and then you also have a baking demo. What mm-hmm. what all is going into those? Because that's in my wheelhouse. Because I'm fat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, um, somebody's been paying attention to the app. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I said I got it off the Google Play Store. I don't just <laughs> say shit to like, say shit. <laughs> people be like so. They keep asking me these questions. I'm like, you motherfucker, do you know how much I didn't put into this damn? Like, <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, so we got a kitchen down in, uh, so shout out to RE360, um, another sponsor of the festival. Uh, they own the warehouse where all of the um, live performance stages are going to be. And um, the uh, kitchen in Mount Oliver that we're using, it's, a, it's an industrial kitchen. Um, and we will have uh, three different chefs come through and possibly more um, come through and do some live cooking. Um, so, like, uh, what, we, what we basically become are TV producers, man. Like, I mean, it's really what this is. Like, we have work hard digital coming down with, like, full-on cameras and, like, multiple angles and guys and, like, streaming through the internet here for us coming through with the lighting and the staging. Um, I mean, it's, it really is like TV production. I think the difference between this and full on TV production is one, we're not big evil uh, corporations that are uh, funding this. And two, 
you know, it is, it's, we're, we're, it's, it's small business, right? Um, these are the folks that are, are here in our town that are, are doing the dope shit that we can support before, during, and after the festival. Um, so it gives it that feel. I mean, because people are missing, people are missing that, like, that connectiveness, you know what I mean? Like, live events, you know, getting that, like, oh, like, this isn't, this isn't Beyonce at the Super Bowl. And I mean, like, there's a place for that. There's a feeling that that gives you or whatever the fuck. But like, you know, the festival, that festival, what you go there for is you want to see the people. You want to know the people there. You want to be like, oh, shit, this is happening. So that's what we're trying to do with this festival. And so we invited, you know, we invited Jackie Page uh, from Love Rocks. And she's going to be doing, um, so she's paired with Apis Mead. Um, and if you haven't had any Apis Mead, I implore you, man, it's the oh. first place that I tell people to go to when they come down for drinking in Pittsburgh. It's my second and third that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially uh, with their new space in Carnegie. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's like, I mean, like I've, I, I like Dave, very good friend of mine. Um, he has helped uh, our, my career in so many ways. Um, that stage, he had that in mind for us with the comedy shows and whatnot. Like, I mean, it's a, super dope space but the the liquid that he puts out is something that you can't get anywhere else um no doubt I've, I've, I've been drinking a lot of liquids and i just have not mimicked the same thing like i've not i've not had the same thing that he has so shout out to him but he's uh he's paired up with um with jackie page and they're doing this like jamaican uh jalapeno honey wine type thing or whatever Ooh. um and 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 pineapple honey having there like it's some wild ass shit that they're they're pairing with uh jackie's food and they're going to be live cooking and like she does a lot of sous vide in her kitchen and i've been trying to tell people with, about this sous vide man uh and like the the whole you know vacuuming the meat and then dropping it in the bowl like that if you don't know what sous vide is man google that shit it has changed my life um it is it's the cheap code to meat and she she runs a whole restaurant off of it so she's going to be introducing a lot of people to that cooking style as well as some other traditional things that she does um, and pairing that up with the, uh, with the collaboration. Um, we also have uh, Cecil Usher who's coming through and he's a mixologist. So him and Byron Nash are actually going to be in the kitchen and Byron is, um, so Byron is, man, I feel like, man, I feel like, man, Byron is such a cool ass dude. Like he's a rock star. Like, I, I want to be Byron. I just can't play a guitar, man. This dude, <laughs> like, he has all the jobs I ever wanted. Like, you know, he has his own beer. He's, like, a fucking rock star. Uh, he's also a bartender and, like, has all this, like, I mean, wild as hell. Um, he's actually the only person who has collaborated all three years on the festival. Um, he's actually releasing Black Metal 3.0 with, uh, with Helltown. Um, and uh, he performed. Uh, he performed the first year of the festival, and he's performing this year as well. And he's also going to be mixing with uh, Cecil on the show. Like Byron does it That's all. That's awesome. Man. That's a tour de like, force. Yeah, man. Like uh, Byron is Byron is is like a third of Fresh Fest at this, <laughs> at this point, man. Like so, uh, there will be a mixology course, and like mixology. Uh, is, is really important. And the food aspect of the festival is really important for us this year, right? Because um, 
if you've been to the festival, like that food section, the first year and the second year, like huge. Because when I talk about, when I bitch about like Pittsburgh and not having enough, whatever, Fresh Fest is the, like one of the few places where like you, you're able to see like, oh man. And there's so many different nuances in it, right? There's the, you know, you, there's the Cajun, there's the, the Southern home, there's the, uh, the Haitians, you know what I mean? You got like, like the, the sweets, the liquor cakes, like there's so many different styles of black cuisine that are present. And I didn't feel like the festival gave enough burn to them, even though they, they had a quarter of our space both years, mm -hmm. I still didn't feel like they had enough burn. And we were really looking to ramp it up for the in-person event this year, but COVID. So, um, you know, we wanted to uh, really give them something and, and this channel is a way of doing that. And like for, for us in our career, me and Ed, when we first did our drinking partner shows, um, we had a, a Camille um, was a mixologist and he would like mix up a bunch of different drinks, alcoholic drinks or whatever, and then like give them out at our shows. And that was the beginning of the drinking partners um, the uh, Epic Night of Comedy, where we're offering, you know, free beer. So he came down, he would mix up things, give people his card and say, hey, you know, like, I got this business. If you want me to come through and, you know, mix some of these dope-ass drinks up, like, and he called them pre-prohibition drinks. So they were, like, the old-style, like, you know, drinks or whatever. Mm -hmm. And he was making business off of that. We were able to sell more tickets because there was freaking booze there. And it was like, oh shit, like we're able to, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, you know I mean, like you're getting more business. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. So we took that same model and went to the breweries and we're like, yo, you guys are out there pouring at these events. Why don't you come to this comedy show? Because fucking, like, we're, we're downtown, right? We got a, we're at a, we're at the Playwrights Theater in the middle of downtown on Liberty Avenue. So we're like, yo, like, we got like 150 people coming to this night. They're all within your demographic, like, you know, people who are into the arts, trying new things, have disposable income, like all of these same things. Why don't you, and it's an attentive crowd. Like you're, you're not in a crowd, you're not in a festival with, you know, a hundred other brewers. It's just you and those folks. And they, they were like, hell yeah. And we've been doing it now for shit, what, five years, five, six years. And Fresh Fest is here as a result of that same thing. So. Uh, super excited to have the mixology course there. And then uh, Jewel the Baker, uh, who I happen to be related to, um, is my first cousin. Shout out to, to Jewel. Um, but, like, uh, an amazing baker. And she does, um, you know, she incorporates a lot of beer and liquor into her, her baking. So um, I know she did, uh, what is that? Um, there was a, a chocolate stout that Penn Brewery puts out. The uh, Meltdown? There it is. Yeah, she made a uh, she made an icing with the meltdown Ooh. and Ooh. Made the yeah, with the on the brownies. So it, it like on the on the cupcakes, you know, um, as a part of an event that Penn Brewery was doing. So um, she's going to be doing uh, some baking and whatnot, and uh, people are going to be able. So we're going to have the recipes on on the app, um, and you can follow along at home uh, for these ninety minute segments. Um, there's also going to be some mixed, like some mixed pre-recorded content from some folks. I know Ryan Geist is uh, going to be doing some things. Uh, Great Lakes is going to be doing some things. Um, we have October Mag that's going to be working with a couple of folks that are going to be doing some things. Um, and then there's also maybe going to be some more local hometown folks 
they're going to hop on and do some, uh, some live cooking as well that you can follow along at home with. So, um, yeah, I mean, and it's not going to be a Zoom call. Like, we're really, like, there's going to be, like, five people there. And the way that we do it and keep it COVID-friendly is we have a crew of three to five people at each venue. They're running the, the, the cameras, the lighting, um, you know, the tech that's, that's, that's keeping it all going. Uh, and then we don't have any more than up to 10 people per act. Mm-hmm. And that way, there's less than 15 people in the room at any given time. And it's all COVID-friendly. And like, that's good. Know, so. That's awesome. I, I'm telling you what, the month of August, I'm going to have to up my, my workouts by threefold just so I can counteract all the food I'm going to be eating and making <laughs> and all the beer I'm going to be drinking. <laughs> yeah. And we're going to be putting on, so the festival is going to be recorded on August 8th, but it'll be available until September 8th. So, because like one, there's 54 hours of content that we're putting out there. Yeah, you can't, can't watch that all at once. <laughs> and then one day. Yeah, watch um, me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, all the streams, like, <laughs> like six, six streams. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> you got the music in the background as the cooking yeah. show and the podcasts are going on. <laughs> <laughs> this total like, immersion. Yeah. But, like, you know, there's 54 hours of content. And then again, it's streamed across the, the planet. So like, you know, you're not going to be up at one o'clock in the morning, you know, in fucking in China. And I, and I, and I, and I, and I feel like there's going to be some Chinese motherfuckers that are going to want to watch this. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm confident enough. I'm confident enough that, you know what I mean? Out in Beijing, they're waiting for us. Um, um, cause I mean, like, cause so, you know, we got, we got, uh, we got Paul from Cloudwater, Paul Jones from Cloudwater. Um, <laughs> A very, very big name out there, and and making making a name for himself here. Uh, he's already made himself a name for himself here in the the, to the you know if you know you know crowd or whatever. But like super excited to have. We got some folks from Canada coming in. Um, you know it's it's international. Uh, so like you know we we want everybody to get a chance to to get that. Yeah, that's awesome. So we'll be back with segment three. And we're going to get more into food. I know we've been talking a lot about food, but we'll talk more about food. <laughs> How can you not talk about food? It's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. So uh, we're here with Dave Bracey and we'll be joined by him again to talk about Sandoz coming up in segment three. Welcome back to episode 164 of the Hob Nation USA podcast. It's segment three with our special guest, Dave Bracey from the Drinking Partners podcast. And of course, Fresh Fest coming up on August 8th. So this is time for everybody to show off their third beer if they got one. Adam, did you get a reload? So I did, but I'm not sure I want to show you. Because okay. I know a couple of episodes back, I threatened about having a keystone on the show. Oh, wow. You- <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not having a keystone on the show. I'm not oh, going to okay. do that to you. No, 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 no. <laughs> but uh, I will admit this is going to be a repeat from a past show. Uh, but it's from RAR Brewing. It's their pulp. Okay. Uh, I don't think I really got into it that much on the show. It was just sort of a passing, hey, I had the beer. Let's move on kind of thing. So I'm going to going to try to get into a little bit more this time around okay uh you know i uh you have that and i su- surprisingly picked something that was also very similar 
because oh. I I pick the RAR chop dank that we had on a previous episode. Really? <laughs> yeah. So this I, has suddenly turned into a a Maryland episode. Yeah. Well, I mean, the reason I picked the chop dank was because I believe in that episode I was comparing it to the Nimble Giant. Ah. Okay. And uh, I wanted to see how it compared to the Nimble Giant. And survey says. Well, survey says is uh, I. It's it's too much. I. <laughs> the drop I, tank is. Well, no, it's just uh, like going from the nine percent Nimble Giant with an eight percent Sweetwater in between, and now <laughs> this ten percent chop tank. <laughs> just be glad you have to set. You get to set your own hours. Oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah. That's the best part of it. But <laughs> man, like that. Yeah, your liver. Your liver about the revolt, man. Ah no, my liver is fine. It knows what's up. <laughs> I've, it's been beaten into <laughs> submission. Hell, it is a beauty. Like I, <laughs> he knows his place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, this is the way I drink when I'm 35 is so much easier for it compared to 25. It, it's fine. <laughs> I do be I do be forgetting about like the first 30 years of life. Like yeah, before like shit got refined. Yeah, I'm so much nicer to my body comparatively. <laughs> uh, yeah, but you know what? It, it like I try to be nice, and my body still kicks back. Well, you're just old, old. You you I never am. you never I went am. as hard as I did. So no, I didn't, and I'm still regret- regretting what I'm doing. But yeah. that's okay. Did you pick up a third Delicious. beer or start another one? So I got this, uh, oh yeah, that motherfucker. Um, yeah, it's um, it's it's a big one. Um, it's uh, it's twelve percent. Ooh, uh, it's supposed to mimic um, s'more, uh, and uh, it's got lactose and marshmallows in it. Um, it's supposed to be graham cracker, or whatever. I don't get a lot of graham cracker or marshmallow. It's very chocolate. Um. It's very chocolate. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's thick. It's 12. It's a stout. Um, and, yeah, I mean, they definitely threw a lot of shit in here. So, um, <laughs> you know, share it, man. Five people five people to share this with. Um, you know, pass it around the party and whatnot. Um, it's a uh, – I'm just going to virtually pass this around to you guys. Right. So um, – and then, you know, drink them myself. So, yeah. <laughs> cheers. <laughs> Hopefully I can just run right up the creek side and go find some shunami myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, I mean, I don't even know. If I got. The, I, I ended up getting that straight from the straight from the tea. I think. Uh, yeah. Yeah, man. That's that, that like, one might be too big to just give out to the public like that. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's it's heavy. Like it, like the can is heavy like (laughs) but i mean like that shit is like 13 pounds (laughs) oh they there you go get a workout in before you start drinking it you burn three sets of 10 (laughs) (laughs) oh man yeah i need to go i need to go up to zealy and opal and get some of that yeah um zealy is wild because they have uh they have become a destination um, area, man. You got burgers. Uh, Union just opened up down there. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's 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 pretty dope. Um, you could do a little. You can do a little little tour, uh, North Country. Um, right. 
right around the corner and whatnot. I Timber Creek a, is along that line too. Yep. Oh, I think Big Creek Rail down? is up there as well. Yeah. Oh, see, I didn't even know Big Rail was out there. It's Big Rail and Timber Creek. Are they newer? Uh, Timber Creek's been around for a while. Big Rail is newer. They're within the last six months, I think, of officially being open. Maybe oh, okay. a year, something like that. Well, I, I just remember Big Rail from uh, uh, Brutal Beer Fest. Yes, they, yeah. They, they would show up at that. But, and, uh, and I think they, they recently opened a space. Okay. It's kind of what I'm, what, okay. what my, where my mind is at. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, they make good beer. I'll drink it again. That's yeah, they're pretty good. But yeah, yeah, the that little northern trail between Pittsburgh and Erie is getting filled up. Mm -hmm. Oh man, I mean, you're going all the way out to Erie. Like, there's (laughs) so many goddamn, you know. I mean, like Sprague is still out there. Like, it's wild. That's one of the very like one of those low key. Yeah, Sprague Farm. Plus, you got Voodoo at every other exit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> true. Like that, um, that that eerie, you know, with Lavery's up there, been eerie. Uh, that mm-hmm. eerie trail is pretty dope. And it was like I remember doing the eerie trail a couple of years ago, uh, when like there was an end to it. But now, like, you can just fucking eerie trail all the way down to Pittsburgh, man. And then you just even you could cut off at some point, go to fucking Ohio if you want. Like, I don't. Like, you know, and then, like, and now there's even, you know, connections going down into, like, the south and whatnot, uh, Westmoreland County, and, like, what is that, that Port of Tours? Uh, okay. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's just, it's wild. Like, I, it's, the, it feels like the, the whole, like, trail thing where people used to go out and be like, oh, you hit these folks up. It's starting to die down because, like, where can't you drink within right right yeah <laughs> within a five mile radius like <laughs> you know yeah even beaver county's starting to be more accepting all of all that with alter genius and then petrucci brothers yeah okay Ooh. It's it's a little more. It's <laughs> better than it was. It's better than it was. Come on. <laughs> better than it was. Yes. It's <laughs> it's better than it was, man. Like it's it feels like the lone fucking county, man. Like it's just holding out. So I live in Beaver proper. So like you know, like like I, like right around the corner is Waffle Inc. Waffles Inc. Mm. And Hell yeah. Like they. Uh, so it's a drive town. Um, Beaver is a drive town. I live in a drive town. And um, that still exists here in America. There are still towns in America that will not allow you to sell alcohol. Yeah. Um, and like, also, uh, Beaver Beaver Brewing opened up, and um, they were like, and, and Waffles was like, they found the loophole to be like, oh yeah, we can we can serve a, we can serve some beer, and, and like this super crazy loophole, and they served three beers max. And like Beaver was only giving them like four or five percent beers, so in the in in one sitting at most you were getting three five percent beers, and the people came out like to the next town hall meeting with pitchforks like we don't want this devil's uh, whiskey <laughs> like you know and it was like what the fuck is like you know but like that's that's the area that, that we live in or whatever and I think that it like I think that it has heavily impacted the county as a whole. Because if your richest area isn't allowing beer, then what, you know, like, what what do you have? Like, what hope right. do you have? You know what I mean? Like, if you can't generate revenue. Like, if Pittsburgh didn't ha- allow beer, 
Allegheny County wouldn't have beer. Like, yeah, I mean, it would be hard to, to drink in Allegheny County if Pittsburgh didn't allow beer. And I think right. it's you know, here in Beaver County. Like, yeah, how, there, it's, it would be impossible to draw people in at that point. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, you know, your main revenue source is what allows for everything else to kind of be like, all right, well, this is cool. And that's why it's hard, it's hard to get a, a brewery opening up in Beaver Falls and in Brighton Township or whatever. We're like, yeah, it's Beaver County, but, like, who the fuck is going? Like, I, like, I live in Beaver. And, like, for me, it's all Beaver. Like, right? Like, you know what I mean? Just like Allegheny County is Pittsburgh. Like, if you if you live in Allegheny County, you're from Pittsburgh. If you live in Beaver, you're from Beaver. Now, out here, they have this weird shit where it's like, they're like, no, we're Ambridge. And it's like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> know the fucking difference between you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you're 12 I mean, minutes away. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's only because the people in those towns never leave those towns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, this is quick, but it's not Beaver. Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Come on, man. But they really, you know what I mean? But, it, like, you know, so, like, it, it, it's wild, man. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's getting better. Um, but, like, it's still... It's not. Yeah. It's not a. Butler, it's, it's getting. You know I mean, yeah. there's yeah, a long it's, ways Butler. to go. It's got time. Yeah, Butler time. is like is is over here killing it. Yeah, you know I mean, and, yeah. and you know why Butler is killing it? Because Butler Township, like in Butler, opened up two breweries, mm-hmm. and now there's other. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, no, I, let me let me wrong. North Country has been there for a while, right? But like it, it wasn't popping and like as 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 it is now that you have Butler, you know, and all the other spaces there, man. Yeah, plus that wasn't like downtown Butler. That's Slippery Rock, so that's like yeah, college. Exactly, that's it's, college it's, townish. You know, it's it's Butler County, but like ain't nobody going to but like ain't like to the you know what I mean like but downtown as soon as downtown Butler got two breweries, you started to see this trail start to develop. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean, yeah, it's it's all good things for Western PA though. Yeah, it, it just makes drinking experiences better. And it makes that just it means that there's room for improvement, room for growth in Beaver County. And yeah. Yeah. Damn it! Man. They'll get there one day. <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah, well, we just gotta, we just gotta, we gotta wait a couple of years. You know what I mean, for these dinosaurs, you know. That's <laughs> <laughs> so all it is—is is a waiting game. <laughs> yeah. It's the sound of inevitability. <laughs> right. That's right. We <laughs> go grab some glasses for that one. <laughs> All right. Well, it's segment three, and we wanted to have a little bit of fun. And if anybody's been paying attention to beer Twitter, they know that there's been a huge, probably over a month-long poll of the best sandwiches, because that's what beer Twitter has been talking about, is the best sandwiches. <laughs> so that is the weirdest thing, man. That, like, I follow that dude, and, like, he has, like, 10 followers, but, like, like has a fucking stranglehold over the attention of beer Twitter, man. Cause, like, and then eventually he- got Marrow to retweet him. So, <laughs> wow. But uh, yeah, there, there was a poll, and we just wanted to take the time to uh, look into what the pairings of those sandwiches would be. So we wanted to throw it out there. And just kind of talk about, you know, we have this sandwich poll. This is the brackets that was presented. 
Did you just scribble that together? No, that's actually from uh, Daniel Garo's uh, Twitter. Oh, okay. I, I took All it right. from him. Oh, okay. Borrowed. Just, borrowed. Borrowed, yeah. I just wanted to put it out there. But, you know, I wanted to talk about some of these sandwiches because, of course, some of these are the best sandwiches around. Fried chicken sandwich, of course, great. Pulled pork Man. sandwich, great. Bacon, egg, and cheese, great. Uh, unfortunately, Rubens did not make it out. Which is bullshit. That's bullshit because I would put Ruben as number one. I don't know. No, that's okay. That's uh, okay. It's okay. Honorable yeah, that's, that's the one is the rye, right? Ain't that with, with the rye? Yeah, the rye and the I corned beef. The, See, that's the, a yeah. The it's, rye rye. Uh, it's a polarizing bread, man. Yeah, I mean, if you look at these winners, they're not. They don't have polarizing ingredients. You see what I'm saying? That's true. Wow, yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, I'm willing to give you that. I, I'm not disagreeing. I mean, fried chicken and pulled pork. I understand why they go over. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> It's just personal, personal opinion. I love Rubens. <laughs> <laughs> and since you get, you edit the show, Steve. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, we just want to kind of like go around and like, uh, you know, what do we think are the best beer pairings for these sandwiches? So let's start with fried chicken. And if you have a personal favorite place to get a fried chicken sandwich, go ahead and you can go ahead and put that out there as well. But if you have a beer and a chicken pairing, let it go. Even chicken. Mm. Mm. That's a tough one. Yeah, personally, right now for me, the original Popeyes chicken sandwich is at the top. Mm. I don't, I don't particularly love the spicy one because, really? yeah, I don't know, just something about the spiciness is like flat and metallic. At least the one I had. I don't know. Sometimes if you get, sometimes if you focus too much on the spice on the hot, you lose that. Yeah, I mean, you lose the actual flavor. Right, yeah. You just and, gotta be, mm-hmm. That's what, you know, that's what, like, Indians and Haitians and Caribbeans do really well is give you, like, level 85 spice, <laughs> but also hella fucking flavor. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, it's, a, it's hard to do. That's what, I mean, a lot of Thai food does that, too. Like, I love mm-hmm. fucking Thai food, and I'll, I'll ask them for an 11 plus when they're asking 1 to 10, so, mm-hmm. but they, they still keep the flavor. The Popeye's... Yeah. Like the Popeye spicy, it didn't have any flavor. It was just, it was all kind of heat, but no, eh. So I mean, southern southern cuisine, southern cuisine is supposed to have a, a heat to it, mm-hmm. like, but it's not, it's not meant to be like, <sighs> like yeah, you know I mean, like it's just not. If you get into the, other, don't get me wrong, like, it depends on your palate. You know what I mean, like my palate coming from a southern cuisine, like everything is spiced, everything yeah. has a heat level. But like, so like my, my, like my introductory heat level is just different from other people, but like, it's not meant to be like crazy. Like Nashville hot is about where you get, is where you peak at the, at the heat. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like a real Nashville hot chuck and chicken sandwich. Like that's where you peak kind of at Southern heat. And that Nashville hot probably is where like your real good Indian begins. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I wonder if somebody has like a chart of like Indian versus National Hot versus Thai versus. <laughs> <laughs> there's, some, there's, that, there's a Scoville. Yeah, yeah. That's, the, that's the best you can Scoville. get. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, for me, for the original chicken sandwich from Popeyes, uh, that one, it, it's got to be just like a nice, thick stout. Or not a thick stout, but a thick IPA. Like a double IPA is going to go really good with a chicken sandwich. Hmm. 
And mm. I, you know, throw back to earlier in the episode, that nimble giant is almost a perfect pairing because you just get the, like, there's a little bit of that citrus and a little bit of that maltiness with the nimble giant. And then you also get that same breadiness as well as the citrus from the pickles on the Popeyes. Mm. So they all play well together. I'm into mm. it. <laughs> you see that. So I actually went a different direction because in my, my mindset, when I hear fried chicken sandwich, I always go with the spicy fried chicken sandwich, like a Nashville hot. And for me, I want something that's, you know, that's, that's fairly refreshing, kind of crisp. So to me, I, I went with the, uh, the working class hero by Spoonwood. Just, okay. a, just, just a nice, easy drinker, something yeah. that, you know, you can, you can take two or three swigs of. And just enjoy it. I think that would complement that the the spicy chicken sandwich fantastically. That's just all washing it down and keeping yeah. things cool. Yeah, yeah. I you you don't you don't have to you know you don't have to get complex with it. Just a nice easy drinking beer. Hmm. So, um, I I'm gonna go with you know more on that like Mexican chili stout, uh, or like a porter where you get that chili and it like like not the spicy chicken sandwich just the fried chicken mm -hmm. and then you you get that porter with the spice in it and it just adds and it just keeps on in that like that bready and it goes into that 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 chili and it kind of adds to that um i don't know like i i, I like that i like the mix of savory and sweet and spicy mm -hmm. And that chicken for me, like, I mean, because I feel like fried chicken is one of those things when, like, fried chicken, like, just regular fried chicken, I feel like it's one of those things that goes with anything. Like, yeah. I mean, you could drink a lager with it. You could drink a oh, yeah. Like, it's just because, like, the spices in it, like, when they're left on your tongue, it just accentuates whatever flavors are going to be, are going to fall. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, like, and I have, I've had a lot of fun. Like, I love, I love spicy foods with stouts because it just feels like there's fireworks that are on your tongue um, when you, when you do that. And then when you add a good, like, so Aelmatic, we had this uh, man, those dudes, and uh, they, they, to, to date. So shoe brew had the best Mexican uh, Zapatos or a boy named shoe was my favorite Mexican chili uh, stout before, but okay. Aelmatic, um, they sent over this guy. Oh my God, man. And it just, <laughs> it was just, a, it was a right balance and flavor. And putting that uh, behind chicken, yeah, I'm going to go with that. Oh, boy, do we have something for you to try if we ever make it again. Uh, but yeah. Adam, Adam and I have homebrewed a stout that was a blueberry raspberry Carolina Reaper stout. And we had, we had a normal version, and then we had a spicy version. But both of them you would probably enjoy. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I enjoy, but see, I, like, I enjoy it if it if it gives me the right amount of spice, right? Yeah. Like, I, so I had a habanero, uh, that habanero sculptor, and yeah. it just, mm -hmm. it was painful. I was just like... <laughs> okay, then you won't like one of the versions of the homebrew we have. <laughs> like, it was like, I was just like, oh, like it took us a half hour to, to, to share a 12-ounce sculptor. This is back when you could share things pre-COVID. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> in the before times in the before times you know I mean? like so like it took us like a half hour like holy fuck man this shit hurts you know but like 
if you if you get the nice spice on it, where it like it gives you that ah, and then it just fucks off a little bit, and it just tingles and it's gone. Oh, that's the that's the good shit. You know what I mean? Like yeah. So no, yeah, okay. I want to try that. Give me, yeah. give, me the, give me the mild version. <laughs> yeah, you'll like the mild version. The hot version sticks with you for about a half hour, it, <laughs> <laughs> and then a little bit the next day. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was okay with it, but like we gave it to Adam and Dennis from First Sip, and both of them were sweating from the hot version. So yeah, yeah. it it was <laughs> it was an event. I'll put it to you that way. Yeah, is that still the hottest pepper, or did they come out with a new one? I feel like every two years they got a new hottest pepper. There's a new one called Pepper X, but like I don't think it's available <laughs> to the commercial market. So <laughs> they, they just stopped naming them. They're just right? Like, they're just like Pepper X. <laughs> yeah. Pepper 2020. <laughs> they, start, they started giving them like James Bond villain names. So <laughs> nice. All right, let's move on to the next sandwich: pulled pork, and. This is a very specific pulled pork sandwich I have in mind, but if you guys have any other thoughts, go ahead. But the one I'm thinking is from uh, Rowdy Barbecue on Route 51. Heading, All right. Yeah, it's like heading towards Uniontown, but it's not in Uniontown. It's just like going that direction. Such uh, Pittsburgh directions. Yeah, it, I mean, it, it might be more Brentwood uh, the more I'm thinking about it, but Rowdy Barbecue on Route 51, they have a sandwich called the Whole Hog. And it's pulled pork on like a six inch hoagie roll and then covered in nacho cheese. Mm. Yeah. Mm. That sounds good. <laughs> I'll tell you what. It's really good. I used to eat I used to eat them when I was that nacho cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I used to get them when I was working at a warehouse and I would just eat that for lunch and then go to sleep for the rest of the day. <laughs> that was your NyQuil. Yeah. But I would totally pair that with almost any smoked beer. Like a, a good Roush mm, beer. Yeah, Ooh, a good Roush beer. Any, any smoked beer would go great beer. with pulled pork. Yeah. 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 That's my, that's I'll buy my that. Beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. buy that. Yeah, you won that one. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know if I want to say mine because yeah. I'm pretty sure you're going to win regardless. I mean, do you have a favorite pulled pork sandwich at least? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can just say Union, or you can say Two Brothers. <laughs> I do like Two Brothers, but I'll be honest with 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 the their pulled pork. I like that on their poutine. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's fucking good. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, unfortunately, they haven't opened up yet. I know. Well, it, mm, problems. <laughs> I, I know. Yeah. Th- this whole pandemic thing is keeping them from opening up right now. And it's, yeah. it's very frustrating because that, it's, it's very frustrating because that's kind of my happy place. Like right. if I feel really good about myself or really bad about myself, I'll go there. Either way, it'll bring you to a place that you're in, okay with. <laughs> right. It'll, it'll bring me to contentment. Yeah. And really that's all I need in life. Just being, just being content, and sedated. <laughs> that's what I mean. Food, man. It, whether you're feeling good or whether you're feeling bad, food is there for you. Man. That's right. Like, that's right. That's what I'm saying. That's why. That's why. I'm like, I'm like, why is it that all the good spots are, are closed on Sunday and Monday? Because Sunday I'm feeling good, like oh it's the weekend, and then Monday I'm feeling bad, like oh it's Monday. I need, I need those. I need food most. I need right. Food. 
And then by Tuesday, you're kind of back into the, you know, the swing of things, and you don't need it as much. All right, let me just go back to McDonald's. I don't give a fuck. Like, whatever. Let me go back to murdering myself passively, like, <laughs> the rest of life. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, Tuesday and Monday, it's like, woo. Tuesday and Wednesday, you don't think about it. You can just shove whatever in your face. Sunday and, and Monday. And then have. Yeah. <laughs> Day, do you have a favorite pulled pork sandwich in Pittsburgh or otherwise? Uh, um, I don't know. Uh, pulled pork. Uh, yeah, I mean, I – Pulled pork is, is typically one of those things that are like you either you, you either do it or you don't. Like it's it's there's not a lot of there's not a whole lot of variation in the the pulled pork. I guess the sandwich is where it comes in. Um, but like I do fucks with uh, uh, Walters down in uh, down in Lawrenceville. Um, I, I like their pulled pork. I like the sauces. Um, I like the fact that they, you don't need the sauce for the pulled pork. Like uh, that shit is dope. Um, and, uh, I mean, like I have this whole thing about barbecue where like, if I need to put sauce on this, you failed. Like, I mean, mm. like that's, I grew up in a, I grew up in a seizing and meat environment. And mm. I mean, where like, if you, if a motherfucker, if you, if a motherfucker hands you a plate of meat and you reach for something before, like, and like, yeah, I mean, something, something's wrong, either I or you, but the situation ain't right. You see what I'm saying? So. Yeah. Um, it's weird. Like in, 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 in PA, it's like like the cuts of meat are cooked to perfection. Like they fall off the bone. The, 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 the texture is there. Like all the juice in that bitch. But then, yeah, you know I mean, but the Walters, yeah, I mean, they season their meat down there. So, yeah. um, and I, I would have, you know, gone a little, like as an option, throwing a little bit of barbecue on there. And then um, I've recently been getting into the longer barbecue pairing. Um, like I just the flavors again, like just oh, man, like this this bready, multi kind of like a really. So I had this uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um, Victory has a as a as a log route. Um, you can get like a like a, a fifteen pack for something reasonable, you know, like fifteen twenty bucks or something like that. Four percent, four eight percent, something like that. And I mean, like just a very good cookout beer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I was eating some barbecue, some ribs, and I washed it down with the with the lager, and it just that's <laughs> the best of both worlds, man. It was just like this. It, it felt like summer. Um, it definitely felt like summer. So yeah, uh, I'll go with I'll go with the uh, little barbecue pork and the you know, lager. Right on, right on. Damn, damn, I like both your answers. Yeah, I, I mean one. I mean they're both loggers basically. One right. just mine smoked right. and his isn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> True. Yeah, hey, hey, that's an interesting thing you bring up though, Dave. Is like Pittsburgh doesn't really have a barbecue style because like we just kind of take from everybody else. We didn't develop a barbecue style because we're not like saucy like Kansas, or we're not just rubs and spice only like Texas. So. We're just kind of, yeah, we do whatever and try your best, see what you get. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think, it, I think it's mostly on the, you know, like saucy side. Like I said, I mean, like Pittsburgh is big about sauces. Oh, um, for sure. And I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like it's, it's sauce, like sauce first um, around here or whatever, but like, 
I do appreciate a good rub, man. Like, I mean, that, that's for me, just preference-wise. A good rub will, because I mean, shit, man. Then, then when you add the sauce on that motherfucker, <laughs> <laughs> like, and you get to play with it. Like, you know, you get to play with it a little bit. So, I don't know. Yeah. Preference. All right. Let's move on to our favorites. Because we got about five minutes left in the show, I guess. So, let's move on to our favorites. Uh, do you have a favorite sandwich and beer pairing? Ooh. If that's mm. possible. If I don't that's know possible. that that is. If it's possible. I think for me is a Reuben in anything that's extra heavy, but not sweet. So like any kind of stout that's dry or any kind of barley wine that's barrel aged or barrel aged for both. I don't give a shit. It's just barrel aged <laughs> at all. Put put a little bourbon on that. <laughs> But yeah, bourbon and Rubens go really well together. So uh, that's that's mm. where my head's at. Damn, that's a, that's a tough one to beat. But since you already took Ruben, I can't say Ruben as well. You can. It's if it's your favorite, it's your favorite. I, I do like a good Ruben, but uh, I, I do like a good. Uh, I like a good Monte Cristo as well. Mm. Okay. See, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, and I think with that, that's another one where you just need a good, easy drinker. So I'm going to piggyback what you guys said on the last round with the lager. Just a good, easy drinking. Just a lager. Okay. Can, can I give you a suggestion, though? Sure. Monte Cristo is a breakfast sandwich, right? Yeah. So any kind of light uh, coffee ale, like a Spoonwood, mm-hmm. dr- Cold Drip City. True, true. Would probably go really well with as well. I, uh, I mean, if you're going to do that, you could go with some, maybe a sunny side up. By, uh, yeah, you can tell totally it pizza boy. Yeah, you can go sweet stout as well. Yeah, just wreck your day. It's nine in the morning. Who cares? Well, well it's brunch. It's, <laughs> it's, it's Sunday brunch is what it is, and you're, you know, just fucking up your Sunday. <laughs> that was going to happen anyways. So you may as well do it right. Yeah. Bray, do you have a sa- favorite uh, sandwich and beer pairing? Um, man, so I'm going to go with catfish. Um, I love Ooh. me a good catfish sandwich. Uh, you know, I mean, but the the pairing for that, you know, ah, I, like I want to go, I want to go porter. Um, like I said, I, I like the because same in, in in line with the fried chick, like the fried chicken. Mm-hmm. It's fried. It has that greasy kind of like I mean the greasy spicy. Um, you know, feel to it, especially if you throw a little bit of uh, throw a little hot sauce on that. Uh, yeah, you know I mean? and then you know, with the hot sauce, if you get like so now, you know, because I'm eating it, I don't really want to follow it up with a thick stout, but like you know, like a a decent porter. Um, yeah, would yeah. be would be nice with that. Um, shit, like like even maybe even like a brown ale would be would be dope. Um, a little sweet, a little bit of that breadiness to to complement it or whatever, just flow right. I think I think it might be it. I think it might be a brown ale. You know what I mean, like a little a light brown ale with some some catfish, like Allegheny City's Deutschtown Brown. That would r- go really mm. well with with like a catfish sandwich with like that has a lot of black pepper on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> this episode's gonna make me eat so much food in the next couple of days. Yo, I'm not gonna go crush some shit. Goal. <laughs> <laughs> That's the goal. It's the goal. Just sandwiches. 
All right. Well, I think I think we all are uh, ready to go have something good to eat right now. <laughs> We're all ramped up. Uh, <laughs> Would it work? With that in mind, uh, Day, why don't you go ahead and just give out all your plugs for where everybody can find you, what's everything's going on with you. Uh, you got a lot going on, so uh, go ahead. Um, so um, I am half of the hosting tandem of the Drinking Partners podcast. If you're looking for us, you can find us on Epicast, epicastnetwork.com slash partners bar. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Lipson, Google Play, and Spotify under Drinking Partners. So you can find us on IG, Twitter, and Facebook at Partners Pod. You can also find us at uh, FreshFest, DigiFest, D-I-G-I-Fest.com. Uh, August 8th, uh, August 8th through September 8th, uh, we will have 54 hours of entertainment live streaming uh, on the 8th and then uh, pre-recorded afterwards of uh, brewing, cooking, um, uh, uh, music, forums, uh, and the like. Uh, and we also have a bunch of beer. So uh, yeah, check that out at uh, freshfestdigifest.com. And we have an app. If you're confused as to what a digital beer festival is, well, we have an app for that. So uh, <laughs> go out and check that out. And uh, stop asking me questions, man. It's on the app. Oh, the app knows all. It's all there. I can confirm. Uh, it's pretty good. <laughs> all right. And if you want to find us, we're on every social media. That includes Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. But all you have to do is search Hop Nation USA. And if you want to listen to brand new episodes every Friday, as you should, then search Hop Nation USA on again all those same platforms that day just mentioned because we're on all those as well so just do that and if you're on any of those platforms leave a five-star review because we are a six sandwich show but they only let us use five and that's <laughs> a worse crime than not being able to get a stuffed cabbage sandwich anywhere in the city <laughs> <laughs> But I, I want to think, yeah, <laughs> you guys got potatoes on your pizza. We're, we're into that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just want to thank Dave for coming on. And of course, go check out Fresh Fest, go to freshfest.com and it'll be August 8th for all the music and videos and cooking and artists and podcasts and, and 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 and, 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 and that's the, you know we didn't even talk about the music side of things very much yeah there's a lot of good bands in there i've been going through the list there's some good bands in there yeah well it's all it's all there so yeah <laughs> check it out and uh you know like day said there's a uh, month's worth of content that's coming your way this august so you'll still have something to do if you're hanging out at home but yeah. Yes. We'll see you next week and we'll be back in the studio probably. Doing something. Doing something. Doing something. <laughs> so thank you everybody. Uh pick up merch. Buy our shit. Foundation USA is the keyword on tpublic.com. T public. Check it out. Buy our, buy our shit. It's yeah. good shit. It's nice. <laughs> the best. <laughs> All right. Bye.